welcome to Material, a show about the Google and Android universe hosted on the Relay FM network. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode, IT Pro TV, and Curiosity Stream. I am one of your hosts, UX designer Yasmin Evian, and joining me, my wonderful co-host, uh, Russell Ivanovich, who is an app developer from, what part of, what part of Australia are you from, Russell? <laughs> I'm from the Somewhere. south of Australia, the deep south, except we don't talk like that here. We talk more uh, British, actually. So I should be talking with a proper accent. How's it going, Yasmin? Good, good. And we also that that's <laughs> we also have uh, out of Boston, straight straight out of Boston, not not straight out of Compton, but straight out of Boston, tech columnist Andy Anako. Hello, I am part of NWA, Nerds with Attitude. <laughs> Andy, we we had some beef. Uh, you, I love beef. So we got this uh, beef. Beef is good. I love <laughs> beef too. Uh, usually, steak is my favorite. But uh, you and the we said hey s i r i, and we put that at the end of the of the podcast. So if you don't know this, if you are only listening to the beginning, you're really missing out some really good bits because what happens is that our outtakes that don't make it to the show, or is it just us being silly like me and Andy cutting each other off um, all the time, is that they will be made into the outtakes. And those are actually some of my favorite things to listen to. But uh, we put the hey, S-I-R-I in the outtakes. Um, and actually, my manager was like, I want you to let Andy know that he triggered my watch. Thank you. Like, I'm sure you guys will be happy to hear that. So he was... Uh, he Wait was a minute, Yasmin. Your, your manager listens to the show. Is there anything nice he'd <laughs> like us to say about you? Is there any uh, anything we need to get in? Yasmin is an amazing it's worker a- who deserves a pay rise, Mr. She's and Mrs. never manager. on Slack during the day. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very sorry that that happened. Uh, that's not okay. Google, as a company tries to do all the best they can to felt these things from oh, being hey. tributed. Hey Andy. Hey Siri. Um, oh, I'm sorry to that. I didn't I didn't know th- I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, silly me. It's like I have got to I've I've got this thing uh, tr- I've got my uh, my uh, Amazon Echo and uh, I know what that problem is uh, because I mean when I use Alexa Turn off all the lights is not something that uh, I want to have in, uh, by listening to a podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man, we're, we're really going to get uh, calls in for that one. Yes, my manager does listen to the show, which is kind of a weird thing because it's like, gosh, now I can't passive aggressively complain about my work because my manager will listen to it. So, uh, oh, 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 yeah. Not that you would anyway, Not that I ever do that. Not that I ever do that. Is it not? I'm perfect. Yeah, it is. Everything's perfect. No, the workplace is perfect. <laughs> and, 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 mean, you, it is. You, there's a, there's a dog there. There's a puppy there. You, you can passive aggressively complain. You're, it's part of your birthright as an American worker. Russell, I don't know if you can, <laughs> but it's part of the. I'll, uh, no, I, I'll, I'll uh, get a medium post on there. No, it's uh, it's you know, it's going great. But yeah, so he listens to the show. So hey to the new team that is listening, um, Andy. You you have been telling us that you have something that you are about ready to unbox, and we're me and Russell are like at the edge of our seats and want to know what you have in store for us because you wouldn't even tell us. You're like, I have something that I'm going to unbox, and I think you both are really going to like it. Fingers crossed it's a snake, by the way. I'm hoping Andy's become like a snake charmer. No, no, like no, no, no. It's, I'm, I'm it's, ready for uh, this. Again, I, I, get, I get a lot of – I don't like to do unboxing videos because I get a lot of uh, stuff in the office. I never had to do them. Uh, but I thought that this is, is certainly of interest to all, to you guys. It's also of interest to uh, to the listeners. And uh, I will say that this, this was also a surprise for me, okay, because I got, uh, I got a uh, – I got one of them pink uh, pink cards in my mailbox where there was a package waiting for me, and I you look at they they write out to where they they write out like where it's from, and it just said said India, and I'm like I who do I who do I oh. know in India, and like then I then I, and then it was the was it the keys I, to the self driving car because Google still hasn't given me that. Well, if I have to like that, oh god, that, wouldn't that be mean? Where they they'll mail you the keys, they'll say that okay, we par- here's where we parked it. We parked it eighteen thousand miles away. Good luck to you. <laughs> or, 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 or maybe, or, or, but anytime in the next few days, you want to come and have a drive. Or, 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 or well, actually, no, that that could be a great demo. It's like here are the keys, but all, all I have to do is like uh, here's a QR code, scan this barcode app, and then when the app says, "Hey, hi, here's where I am. Here, co- go pick me up," it will drive onto like a oh, it'll drive perfect. onto container ship. <laughs> idle for a while <laughs> so this so this is what arrived and again i'm, I'm looking oops, addresses uh and uh this is this is what arrived and i'm like i don't know what this is this is going to be exciting this is going to be a bit and it's also wrapped up as though like 
I might be involved in some sort of trafficking operation. Uh, and it wasn't until like I was about to open it up that I suddenly realized what this can only be. And I will, uh, I'm, I'm going to use a, I'm going to switch to a switch crane cam 3000, the future video podcasting. Uh, so you can actually see, so I'm looking at something wrapped in, we call that packaging tape here. I don't know what you call that you brown go. sort of sticky tape. And he's got it on his desk. It's about half the size of a keyboard. Yep. Well, it's about uh, uh, for for. That's pretty small. Right, exactly. So here's the here's here's my Nexus Five phone. It's about the size Ooh, of a five ac- uh, uh, Nexus Five X. Let me make another adjustment here. Ooh, it is yes, well wrapped. Exactly. I'll say whoever wrapped this did a good like, job. Like I said, I thought there was a possibility that uh, again this some sort of sting operation. And once this is in my house, there's going to be <laughs> some sort of, sort of revenue. So I got the I got I'm I got the just googling Andy. Uh, what do, what does cocaine yes. look like? I'm just going to Google that. So <laughs> we because st- I imagine it comes in these kind of containers. So we're making an incision Ooh, he's here. Got the exacto oh, knife out. Cutting I had a couple of different implements of destruction. You can also see maybe get my uh, my my D D thumbing here. Is that, is that lighting good? Do you want me to uh, take the light down a little bit? Okay, no, no, okay. that's good. That's so I'll good. just commence to. Andy is cutting the box with oh some gosh, kind of scalpel. Yeah. I have some that's kind of exacto knife. Exacto knife. It's an exacto knife. Okay, we have Ooh. taken off Ooh. the corrugation. Oh my gosh, it's like a box within Look a box. That. Okay, I I know. <gasps> see, a box a box. I, I I remembered what this was, so I'm going to just try to. I want I want you your 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 declarations of amazingness to be. Generally, when I unbox this, okay, I have not, I have not opened this up myself Ooh. either. Okay, ready? <laughs> oh, I know what it is. <laughs> oh, it is. I suspected this is what they are. They are my, my Cadbury nutties that I ordered. Nutties. <laughs> you bought the whole. You bought them all off Amazon. As he, as yeah, arrived. remember that? Like they were all sold out when you went there. That's because apparently there was one. Yes. <laughs> And so, guess what, Russell? You get Cadbury Nutties, and yes, you get Cadbury Nutties. <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to. So it's a Cadbury Nutties favorites using the non non American forever. Uh, the correct one. And yes. they they were best Best Buy December fifteenth. So I'll I will do the brave thing. I'll I'll send I'll send each of you a box of these. Twenty fourteen. And I will. And I'll, oh, I think Andy's about to eat a yes. nutty live on air. So it, they're a little bit crushed. No, no, it's like a, it's oh on, it's in gosh, cellophane. No, so it looks like ah, uh, it's a yeah, it's like chocolate covered uh, hazelnuts, maybe. Well, we'll find out. Uh, and <laughs> We're, uh, this is the moment of truth where we find out if Andy is allergic to nuts or yes. not. Yes. So as so as if you if you missed that episode, we were talking about uh, like Android N is coming out, and maybe at Google I/O we'll find out what the N what candy the N stands for. And as we're talking, we thought that wouldn't it be great if because of uh, uh, all the important things that uh, uh, engineers from uh, India have done for uh, and at Google, they chose like a, a uh, an Indian candy. And Cadbury Nutties are not necessarily like are made in in India, but they're made, they're done that way. So what I'm about to eat here are sugar, milk solids, cashew nuts. Cocoa butter, cocoa solids, emulsifiers, 442 and 476. Stabilizers, that would be 1400, 414. Edible salt. The salt is completely edible. Oh, edible glazing, salt. I think it's edible. Glazing agent yeah. number 904 and almonds. Ah, oh, that's my uh, favorite. Contains- 904. 903 is the worst. 904 is delicious. <laughs> oh, 903 is just crap. Okay, so here, here we, we go. go. Live on air. All right, all right. Andy Let us know what it tastes like. That's very nice. Oh, the stun silence. It's sort of like a, uh, yeah, sort of like a milk. Wow. Okay. So imagine a, uh, you know what goobers are? The candy. So so imagine so imagine like uh, a imagine like a, a milk dud that's uh, okay. wrapped in has a little uh, envelope of caramel in it, and then the whole thing is wrapped in chocolate. Mm. It Ooh. seems to have some sort of ground up. Like coarsely chopped nuts, like inside the inside the candy candy coating. That's nice. nice. You may that sounds really. You may good. not be getting these. These are cool. But yes, no. I will. I will definitely. <laughs> say I've got one, two, three, four, five boxes of nutties. Two of which are going to the rest, the remainder of the staff, and maybe if listeners, some listeners say nice things about us, I will put nutties in the mail uh, for other people on it on it. <laughs> On a disc- well, oh, that, that should be a hashtag. Well, well, hashtag nutties in well, the mail. But we'll, we'll do no, no. Well, actually, that, that'll, that'll help our page rankings for sure. Um, 
So we'll, 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 what we'll do this is th- what we'll do is this. I will like continue to snack on these over the course of the show. Whatever's left, hopefully there'll be at least no. What we'll do is we'll take two of these, and I will put these aside. Actually, I'll put them like. What? Thank you, thank you. I've I've thrown. Andy, from what I can tell, has five boxes yes. of these. Maybe six. That's one, two, three, four, and then five, six. And I've actually taken two of those boxes and I've thrown them beyond reach, so that I have to actually get up. And I'm I'm lazy. I'm lazier than I am a candy fiend. But these are very, these are very tasty. Despite the fact that they are again, the expiration date was twelve or fifteen, or, or let's let's call it the best buy date. Let's be optimistic and call it the best buy date. <laughs> it's best buy. It hasn't expired, please. But I mean, Mr. Yeah, candy can expire. And Mr. Pachai, if you're listening, Android. Six seven point zero nutties. That's what we want. It was. I love it. I love it. Those, that that fourteen hundred and four one four stabilizers are doing the trick. That's that's old good old fashioned belt and suspenders engineering. Don't go with the fourteen hundred. Go with the fourteen hundred and the four one four. Oh man, that, I'm so excited you got those. I totally forgot that you ordered them. So that, <laughs> Again, that's a I, fun I, treat. This, is, this is one of the things I love about like eBay and Amazon. Like, what Amazon will give you things like in two days, two day delivery. So like it's still fresh on your mind. But like eBay, sometimes you order something and it comes from China, and it's a package that you don't know what it is or why someone is sending this to you. It's like you sent yourself a present from the past, and so I mean that. <laughs> That's how I used to use Kickstarter because things would take so right, long to ship right. and be so overdue. By the time a box turns up at your house, you're like, what the heck is this? And you're like, oh, this is that thing I backed two and a half years ago. You're like, I don't need it anymore, but this I is I don't awesome. even have a dog anymore. <laughs> the Wi-Fi enabled dog dish is I'll, – I'll, maybe, maybe I'll bury the Wi-Fi enabled watering dish alongside the, the tree where I buried Sparky three years after their last <laughs> project update. I know I'm, I'm terribly Too sad. Soon. I need to cheer myself up with a chocolate nutty. So not only do I still not have my material podcast T-shirt, which is somewhere on the east coast of Australia, but now I don't have nutties either. This is uh, I'm starting to lose out on the uh, material podcast host. I think that just means you, right you need to move bottom. to the US of A. You need, you need to join I'm sure us. We'll, we'll get something first here someday. I'm sure it'll happen. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of things to cheer you up, though, Andy, I can tell you that we've had a lot of feedback about our uh, impromptu segment, our advice to the youngs. (laughs) Um, People loved it. One person, um, we won't name him, let's call him um, M. Sergeant. No, we probably shouldn't use his last name, Micah S. We'll call him Micah S. He said he even got a little bit teary. He he loved the advice at the end of the show. And we got some other feedback as well, which I think means we should make it a regular segment. You know, every second show, every show we need our... Advice to the youngs, you know, somewhere at the end. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make that a we'll we'll, have, we'll even start our own agony art column. <laughs> yes, dear, dear old material. people. I'm dear. young. Can you give me some advice? And we're like, oh boy, can we give you some advice? <laughs> we have it. In we can space. tell you what not to do. <laughs> young, <laughs> take everything I've done in my life and just reverse it. Just don't do young it. Andy, there's this thing called a cast <laughs> iron frying pan. And it's going to change your life when you describe it. When you just, <laughs> yes, uh, just 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 remember that you have to. You here's how to clean it. Once you learn how to clean it, it will be. It will give you years and years of faithful service, just like it said on the paper label that you couldn't peel off of it the first time you used it. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you that the same goes for barbecues. If you can buy yourself a cast iron barbecue, um, you're doing well. So one other quick bit of feedback, and this is this is related to people going back through um, old episodes. Uh, we got a, an email from a listener who said, you know, he's been going back through some of our back catalogue and he came across the one where, you know, we were begging, well, I personally was begging for like, I need a native Hangouts app. And he just wanted to let us know that he uses one called Meet Friends. And I have tried this one, I think. I think the only thing that put me off is it was, it tries to do everything. It does Google chat, Facebook Messenger, mm. Slack, you know, all, all in one. Um, but I just love the name, so I think it's worth checking out. Meetfriends.com. It's like a it's like a social dating app for people who want to date men who are like Dennis Franz or women who are like Dennis Franz from NYPD Blue. <laughs> little little pudgy, little overweight, a little bit gruff with a good heart of gold. Actually, it could be could be a could be a date Andy app. Actually, so perhaps I should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know that uh, Franz is actually the former emperor of Austria? Was he one of the good emperors there or one of the go. bad ones? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just reading their about page here. This is as far as my knowledge of Austria goes. Although I will say Australia and Austria, I wish that country didn't exist. No offense to the Austrians out there, but it's so confusing in the drop-down boxes because they're right <laughs> next to each other. And I always am forever picking Austria and then it's like, no, that postcode is invalid. I'm like, 
what do you mean the postcode's invalid? It's my postcode. And then I realized I've picked Austria. <laughs> and this episode of Material is brought to you by IT Pro TV. Do you have a career plan set in motion? Whether you're looking to start a career in IT or already working in the field, certifications and credentials are the key to getting the job or promotion. IT Pro TV is education through engagement with up-to-date high-quality video content and access to the most important tools you need for certification. You're going to get over 1,000 hours of content with 50 hours being added each week, and you can stream this on demand worldwide on your Chromecast, Roku, PC, or mobile device. Plus, IT Pro TV is now available on the Amazon Fire TV and 4th Gen Apple TV. So anywhere you have a TV, IT Pro TV's got you covered. They offer some Google-specific courses like Google Apps for Work Administrator, Google Groups for Business Managing, Google Drive Storage, and more. Our courses are transcribed, watch from start to finish, or jump to the part exactly where you're looking for. It includes a 100-plus step-by-step virtual machine labs and Transcender practice exam, which is 109 value. If you're working an IT pro, this is an ongoing resource you need to keep your skills current. Corporate group pricing is also available, and some of IT Pro TV's clients include Harvard, MIT, and Stanford, and more. Check out itpro.tv forward slash material to upgrade your brain with the most popular IT certifications. Premium subscriptions are normally $57 a month or $570 per year, but if you have a special offer, try it free for seven days when you sign up using our code material30 to check out these courses, live stream, and more. You also receive 30% off your lifetime of your account. That's less than $40 per month or $399 for the entire year. Thank you so much to IT Pro TV for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Now, dur- during the course of that uh, that ad read, uh, I did have another uh, chocolate nutty. The chocolate nutty uh, count now stands <laughs> at nine. <laughs> mm. did, did you get that or do I have to eat another one? <laughs> We're going to need one more, Andy, just for science. Mm. That's good. The nutty count is now down to seven. I'm jealous right now. But again, <laughs> I, I know that I know that our listeners uh, really appreciate the our focus on good engineering on this podcast. It's for them as well. It's for, it's for them. It's not for me. It's not for me. The fact these are delicious have nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, some sound engineers will try and simulate sound. You know, they'll get two watermelons and they'll smash them on the ground, and they're like, "That's that's a person hitting the ground or whatever." We did the real thing. We we took it all the way. We we got the nutties. Andy's eating the nutties. You know, there's no simulated nutties here. It's it's just pure nuts. Yeah, well, let's see. That, that's uh, it's funny you bring that up because in like Hollywood fight scenes, like you know the uh, the the desert chase sequence in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Well, uh, all all the punches. Uh, some of them were like ping pong battles, slapping into meat. But and I just read this in, from Lucas Film Archives book about a year ago that some of the, some of those punches were actually chocolate nutties. Eating sounds slow down. Here, I'll, I'll demonstrate. I'm going to eat another chocolate nutty. I want everybody to close your eyes and see if we're back uh, in, a, in, in back closed. in a desert watching Nazis. Unless you're driving. And, you leave one eye open yeah, if you're leave, driving. Yeah, keep your eyes open if you're driving. Oh, oh no, Indy. It turns out that the mechanic for the flying wing was just like hiding all along. He's about to take a big swing on you. Duck, Indy. Mm. Oh, no, he connected with your with your nose. Oh, now you took another swing. <laughs> Okay, we're down to six nutties. Um, and now, and now, Whoa, let's not exhaust the world supply of nutties, yeah. Andy. This is a big responsibility. And now I also have to do some chewing. So why don't you – there's a, a really good piece of news uh, this week. Uh, Google I.O. is imminent. And uh, we know how imminent it is because they just posted to the Google I.O. site the full schedule of events. Uh, no doubt some stuff being a little bit cagey to cover things that they're going to announce that haven't been announced yet. Uh, I should not talk about this because uh, I have no skin in this game. You, you guys are going to Google I.O. Uh, I have, there's absolutely no chance that the experience and information and knowledge I'm going to get from Google I.O. did not come at the risk of my dying in a fiery death crash. So I think that you should be able to, you should take that. You should take all of the, all the benefits that come with the risk of death that come with your chosen mode of participation. And I'm going to mute my mic, so we'll see how many nutties I have left at the after you're done talking. Yeah, so the schedule for I.O. was released, uh, which is always pretty exciting because 
even though they may not exactly put down everything in there, because usually when there's something that's announced, then they announce the new sessions or they kind of open it up like, oh, that session was actually about this, what was announced at Google I.O. But you do get a glimpse onto kind of what they're focusing on. And there has been kind of this increase for virtual reality. I am looking through like all the sessions and a lot of them are focused on VR. Uh, one of the first sessions, so on, on Wednesday after the keynote, the first session that's like available to start everything off, they they have various options, but one of them is Six Degrees of Freedom Gaming and Android with Project Tango. That that was their that 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 was their plan to have uh, uh, devices that are equipped with, like dual cameras and other sensors that allow them to have a, a better a three D awareness of the space that the operator is in. So far, all that they've shipped is a developer. Uh, release uh, so a special custom hardware that they so they worked with I think was H, was it HTC or LG one of the, one of the one of the non Samsung manufacturers uh, so, the, so there's some developers playing with it but so far nothing more than some weird phones that you don't you never see. Yeah, and, it, and there was, so last year at I.O., there was um, a lot of different like VR things. Like one of the, one of the coolest sessions was their ATAP session. Um, and they had a movie where you kind of got to experience it as if you were there and you looked around with cardboard and you got to experience the movie. And I do remember seeing some people playing with the Project Tango uh, where, and I didn't get a chance to do it because the lines were always so busy that I was like, oh, I, I want to go play this. But they had um, the, like the Project Tango mounted and I think they had some form of like a, a Nerf gun or something like that. And so it was very interactive where you could obviously experience a different world with the surroundings around you um, to get the 3D experience. So it's an interesting that they're going to, it seems like there's going to be a push to that. Um, and I've, I've been following some people from Google that work on the, on like the VR team. And, um, and I've seen that there's been like, a, he, he's been posting a lot of things of kind of that, what you talked about with that drawing we shared about um, a couple of weeks ago, Andy, where it's like that people are, you know, putting on these virtual reality headsets and drawing and interacting with that. And so it's, all, it's very interesting. And I'm, I'm really eager to see what Google comes out with at IO and what they announce, whether if that's going to be like a, a new version of cardboard, if they're expanding on it, or if they're going to, you know, throw out something altogether, which um, is pretty exciting. Yeah, this does look exciting. So it incorporates some things like you've got your augmented reality, which is where you project things into, you know, the physical space that you're already in. So you could potentially, you know, wave your phone around and there's there's dinosaurs or there's some project that, you know, all four of you are working on together. Um, it does things like, you know, depth perception. So potentially for like indoor mapping and things like that. The, the thing I find really interesting about this, having sat through um, a lot of ATAP sessions now, is they always have the coolest, coolest things to demo. <laughs> you know, last year they had the the project where you could, you know, rub on a piece of fabric and it would register that. They had another one where you could move your two fingers together and a little tiny radar would pick that up. It's interesting to see how much of this goes from, hey, this is amazing and cool, to, hey, we actually have a product. And this this Project Tango is not there yet, but, but it's a lot further than some of the other stuff I've seen. You know, there's an SDK um, there's like a reference, you know, piece of hardware. It does seem to be further along than most, you know, sort of ATAP projects are before they mysteriously disappear and, you know, are never seen again. Yeah, it'd be great to see if Google can really take advantage of VR, not just being another company who will give you a player or a headset to view stuff, but also be a leader in the ability to create for people who can create VR experiences or even better than that. Just the simple idea of having a common reference platform so that if you when, you, when you go to Ikea to buy furniture, if you spend 2.3 seconds just swinging your phone through your living room, you will enter the Ikea with a complete 3D map, a 3D model of the inside of your uh, of your space. And just and then simply by waving the phone in front of a, a sofa at I Ikea, you can then put that sofa inside your actual living room and see if it'll fit and see how people will walk around it. That's the sort of stuff that will get people to ask questions like can i do that with my microsoft tablet can i do that with my ipad i okay i will take i will take your magic 3d <laughs> sofa <laughs> sofa tablet mr google yeah and there there is another session and it's very very vague it's vr at google like that is the title of the session and it says what we built what we have learned and where we are headed. So I, for sure, there is going to be something announced. Um, even looking at the other, you know, the the other uh, Project Tango developer stuff, and it was one of them is like, imagine that you see a zombie like coming through you through like your dining room table. So it's totally going to be integrated um, with your environment. Uh, so I, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked. I'm excited to see it. And uh, 
you know, Russell and I will be there. And for sure, we may hopefully get some get to talk to some people on the VR team and you know, kind of share an update from Google I.O. Not only that, Yasmin, but hopefully there's some free VR stuff. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, if there was some <gasps> new VR technology that came out and you developers could take it home, that would be amazing. Google. <laughs> now listen, I I bought a, a way bigger backpack this time because last year, you know, I had a small backpack and fitting that Nexus tablet in there, you know, with the with the cardboard box and everything, there wasn't much room. So look, I, I invested in a bigger backpack. So Google, I'm ready for whatever you gotta throw at us. So you wanna give us for free, you know, we'll we'll accept it and we'll put it in our backpack and we can, you know travel with it. Life is so hard for Google I.O. people. That solid gold hat is a big strain on your <laughs> neck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I hope you guys come home with like new like VR gear. I will say that I hope you will also make sure you stop off at a drugstore like at the airport when you arrive in San Francisco. Make sure you get like plenty of hand sanitizer because if there are like demo stations for VR gear, that sounds like a like a patient zero <laughs> for an outbreak of pink eye. Definitely. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> oh man, I I can't tell you how sick I got from IO last year, and uh, it it's, it definitely wears on you. Um, for so pro tip, if you're going to IO for the first time. Yes, there is like a lot of uh, after parties after the events and a lot of sessions. If I could give you one tip of advice is you're not able to go to everything. So don't wear yourself out. Rather, like pick out some sessions that you really are interested in and are like, hey, these are the ones I can't miss. And these are the other ones that I'm interested in. But give yourself some some time to rest because I think that's going to be really important. It's just going to be such a fun experience. And you just don't want to wear yourself out. One of the cool sessions that I saw is that uh, they're having a Google.org um, accelerating innovation for people with disabilities. And we kind of talked a bit about this um, in our, some of future episodes, but they're actually going to have a session on it. And it's like, how can engineering and developer skills be used to tackle some of the world's biggest challenges? One in seven people in the world has a disability, a billion people that can benefit tremendously from tools and products that increase their independence. Last year, Google.org launched the Google Impact Challenge disabilities with 20 million in funding to back innovative solutions that use technology like beacons, beacons, 3D scanning and printing, machine learning, and gamification. And so they're going to talk about what they've kind of done, and they're going to share some information with that. So I'm actually really, really um, stoked about this, about how can we use technology to really impact and, and change um, lives, especially help people with disabilities. And that's kind of one of the things that gets me really excited and passionate about. So I'm definitely going to be signing up for, for that session. Um, and it's uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm excited. Google I/O. There's a lot of cool sessions on there. Yeah, and since we and since we did open by talking about you know the advice to the youngs, uh, a couple of a couple of pieces of advice I like I like to pass along uh, as the survivor of many huge <laughs> huge conferences and stuff like that. Um, you're you're spot on that you can't. There's there's too much going on to see everything. So what you have to do is think of it as like a, a multiplex theater where you can spend two hours in one of these 20 experiences uh, and have a great time. But if you try to uh, separate those two hours across everything, you're going to have a bad time. So think about – look at the conference program really, really carefully. Look at all the sites on what people are talking about and decide what topic – what few topics you really, really want to learn about. And if really is I want to learn about VR, then make this – the, not the Google I.O. conference, but the Google VR I.O. conference and just focus on that. You'll have a much better experience if you just intensify on one thing because you can you can sit at home and Google stuff and have a little tiny experience across a broad dimension. Um, but, there's also, but also your health is a really big consideration too. Uh, always have hand sanitizer and just use it religiously. Like when, I, when I'm at a conference, every time I think about sanitizing i will how will sanitize every time i stop and talk to someone i will sanitize it's also it's, it's i'm serious it's, it's it's also a good social thing because you you, you pour some of your hands say would you like some sanitizer and almost everybody will say yes absolutely and you forge that bond that doesn't involve infecting each other with anything <laughs> so no, i'm just imagining like every every time i i come up to russell I'm just going to have my hand sanitizer and just like squirt some yep. in his hand and be like, Russell, before we shake hands, please sanitize <laughs> yourself. Sanitize yourself. <laughs> 
We're like, no, I don't a, know what you're trying yeah. to say, but I'm on board. Yes, okay. A, a couple of last quickies because these these are things that like my rarely do you have like knowledge whether you got from someone else that changes your life. It's like I stopped getting sick at at, at comic conventions and stuff like that when I learned that, and also like I keep a uh, a handkerchief or a bandana in my back pocket so that every time like my nose or face itches, I don't use my hands. I actually just reach my back pocket and scratch it with that cloth because your hands are touching things and your eyes and your mouth and your nose are where you get uh, in infections from. And the last thing is the legendary 521 rule. Uh, anytime you're at a multi-day conference, no matter what the topic, 521, every single day, get five hours of sleep at least, get two real meals at least, and one shower. And by the and, the, and, the, and those and those and those <laughs> that packet of wet naps is not a shower, and 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 and, and squirting Febreze <laughs> on your clothes is not a shower. Adding an extra layer of deodorant is not a shower. <laughs> Five, two, one. These are non-negotiable. I use. I, when I, when I, is is that a throughout the the entire week or is that per day? That's every <laughs> you know one shower throughout <laughs> the week. Well, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the new like tracking technology. If 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 Bluetooth mini beacons aren't working, at least you know, follow that like the pang of, <laughs> of, of 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 your of your of your armpits throughout uh, uh throughout the Yerba Buena Garden. It's like oh I I think he's I think he's at the tea garden. I I see the pattern of wilted foliage going from going from the the hallway to there. <laughs> no, that that is really good advice, especially the the sleep part as well. I remember the yeah. first um, developer conference I ever went to. I, I just tried to get to everything, and I remember there was a really important session that I absolutely wanted to be a part of. And I'm like, yes, I'm in the session, and I fell asleep, yeah. and I fell asleep for a good fifty <laughs> minutes, and I missed the entire session just oh, because no. you know yeah. I tried to do too much. I didn't get enough sleep the the few days before, and you know Google I it's only three days, but you know three days can be a long yeah. time, so definitely get some sleep in between. Yeah, well, well, I'm, it's I'm I'm getting excited by proxy. I, I I get excited for WWDC and Google I/O every single year, even though I don't necessarily go every year. Uh, but I'm really excited by proxy. I hope that uh, like the week before we can just basically be the, the the three cousins at the family Christmas party on December 23rd, talking about like the the radio controlled helicopter we're hoping to get, and then the, the how how big the cake is going to be. When uh, I'm excited, Santa Santa's coming. <laughs> Santa's not going to bring me a VR anything. But but well, okay, okay, maybe maybe I should okay. I shouldn't play the poor orphan boy thing. I'll I'll either receive an email and reply to it, or send an email, and then I will get whatever it is. But but I won't, but I won't be able to get it the same day. We'll, we'll take we'll take pictures. We'll take pictures. Uh, we'll we'll periscope it for you, Andy. Like, look what we got. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we've also um. Yeah, Yasmin's got hold of a like a handheld audio recorder. So mm -hmm. if you're at Google O and you want to come say hi, you know, we can record a, a few snippets from you and we could have that, you know, on a future show. I think it's gonna be really exciting. Yeah. Well hopefully we're only maybe two more years away from having our own material podcast custom van that our hospitality van. We'll start off with a van as far as parts of the RV. We're not we're not gonna be we're gonna have a we're not gonna have a Verge van RV. We'll we'll have like one of those good GMC things where there's like there, there could be like a water supply, and we can, you know, make microwave cake or something. We'll we'll be hospitable. <laughs> we'll be hospitable. Cake. However, we can do it. We can give out nutties. <laughs> there might there might not be much left. We I've, could be the official distributor of nutties in the USA. Actually, remind me. Mm. <laughs> Down to five. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be any of these left by the end of the show. So one other interesting thing is we actually have a new sponsor this week. It is Curiosity Stream. Curiosity Stream is the world's first ad-free nonfiction uh, uh, streaming service. It's so hasn't it always been a tradition yeah. for this podcast that when we have a new sponsor, we welcome them individually, uh, but we also uh, have a Cadbury chocolate nutty uh, to celebrate. Uh, so, <laughs> welcome, welcome aboard Curiosity Stream. I hope this is the start. I hope that our your ad placement is uh, achieves everything you hope to achieve. I hope that all of our listeners benefit uh, from your ad placement. And not now. It's time for the ceremony. Okay, go ahead. Four, four We've left. introduced a new tradition. We're going to have to stock up on these, Andy. We're going to need a lot of them. So, some of you might be wondering, "Oh, new sponsor? What does what does Curiosity Stream do?" Um, they're the world's first ad-free non-fiction streaming service. It was founded by John Hendricks, the founder of Discovery Communications. And so, some of the features they've got over fourteen hundred titles and six hundred hours of content. Uh, it's available in one hundred ninety-six countries worldwide. So, it's nice that it's not just you know the US and maybe Canada for a change. 
It's on many platforms. You've got the web, you've got Roku, Android, iOS, Chromecast, Amazon Fire, Amazon Kindle, Apple TV. So literally any device you've got lying around your house, you can get a hold of Curiosity Stream. They have a wide variety of science and technology content. They've also got you know nature, history, many more topics. And they just launched over 50 hours of 4K content. So for those of you that have got you know 4K screens or 4K TVs, you're like, oh, I need to put some 4K content on there. Curiosity Stream, you know, has you covered. In addition to these documentaries, uh, Curiosity Stream also has interviews and lectures. Their library includes things like Stephen Hawking's Universe, which is a series where Stephen Hawking traces the history of an- astronomical theories and technologies. Um, another series that they have is Next World, and that features Mitio Kaku, and he talks about the future of technology, you know, virtual reality, something we just talked about, artificial intelligence and other big technological questions. Um, you've got the human face of big data which is currently exclusive on curiosity stream and you've got the road to the singularity which i think is um you know i know some of our listeners that's that's probably one of their favorite topics jason silver and other experts you know go through that inevitable you know merging of humans and robots and how they're all going to take us out basically so some quick things that you will know monthly and annual plans are available and they start at just two dollars 99 per month uh, which is less than a cup of coffee or the cost of one title on competing on-demand platforms you can check it all out at curiositystream.com slash RelayFM and you want to use the promo code RelayFM during sign-up and you'll get unlimited access to the world's top documentaries and non-fiction series and because you're one of our listeners, you'll get it completely free for the first 60 days. So that's two entire months free um, to you know watch all this content, including all the 4K content that we talked about before. Again, just go to curiositystream.com slash RelayFM and use the offer code RelayFM at sign-up and we want to thank our new sponsor, CuriosityStream for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. So Android had a really uh, fun announcement with, to their Android Wear is that they are introducing Mode, which is a snap and swap watch bands designed for Android Wear. Now, with uh, Android Wear, you know, you have all these various smartwatches that you can choose from, and a lot there is a lot of bands that you can go in there um, and pick. And because they work with general sizes, you can usually go find a band anywhere um, that's selling it and then replace the band on your Android Wear watch. But the problem with that is it's usually not that easy. I mean, it's not terribly hard because I've done it, but it's not something that you can easily go, hey, I'm going to wear a blue shirt today and this watch band would look great with it. Oh, now I don't have, you know, 10 minutes to to spare to switch the to switch the bands. Well, Android Wear kind of created something that's going to supposed to help with that. And so it's this mode snap and swap watch bands. And so what the mode does, it's a new system that just snaps into your the pins of your Android Wear watch. And they have different sizes. So if you have like mine, I think it's like a 22 millimeters. And then they have other, you know, watches that are, that are smaller uh, bands. You can go in there and just snap it out. Um, it's really, really cool. So I, I'm looking at a lot of the 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 watch bands and the colors are really fun. They have leather and they also have like the silicone ones. Um, so they run about $50. You can buy it on Amazon or Best Buy or even the Google Play Store. And the leather ones cost uh, like $60. And they're, the colors are super, super fun, yeah. which is some some of the fun, fun thing about owning an Android Wear watch, like I mentioned before, is that you can kind of get any band because they kind of work with the, with the old watch bands. And it's not specific, unlike um, Apple Watch, where they have like a own mechanism. And so the, the way that this works, um, is that it should technically work with any watch that you have on there as long as the pin, you know, you have the size for it. And actually, the, the really cool thing about this um, is that Android on their Android Wear uh, site for the mode ask you, hey, find the right band size for you, and you have to select a model of which watch you have. And so, for instance, if you, let's say, Russell, you have the the Samsung Gear Live. You, you probably got one of those. Yes, that, too. Uh, yeah, you got one of oh, those. I also have the so Gear Live a, somewhere, yeah. Somewhere. I think you got that at I.O. And it says, your Samsung Gear Live will fit a 22-millimeter band. So that's actually pretty cool because it actually is going to tell you which band you should get, which is always kind of hassle. I'm like, oh, no, which band do I need? Um, and so they have a, a r- variation. So you can go in there and look through all the different watches, um, which it's fun looking through all the different Android Wear watches. And I'm like, wow, you know, there is a, a whole lot of different ones that, we, that we've that we come out with in the year. One of the most fun things about uh, the Apple Watch is they just, it's just so easy to swap out 
bands that you do wind up swapping bands all the time. Uh, I'm not uh, uh, <laughs> my friend Renee Ritchie, uh, who's uh, uh, editorial director and czar of Mobile Nations. He is notorious; like he will buy every single watch band uh, he comes he comes across for the Apple Watch. Uh, but I, I don't, I'm not quite as big as that. But I have a few and. It's not as though that becomes part of your fashion uh, focus, but I will say that I was uh, at my aunt's my aunt's 85th birthday party, nice enough to wear a jacket, not nice enough to require a suit. And so, okay, I got my got my silk blazer on. I've got like a red uh, dress shirt on, and so I put on my Apple Watch and realized, oh wait, don't, didn't I buy like a really kind of cheap, crummy twenty five dollar red leather uh, knockoff watch band? Like, you know what? I'm gonna have a watch band that matches my shirt. And you put it on, and it makes you feel great. And uh, and uh, also, I will also say that like uh, uh, I got the Moto three, I got the Moto three sixty version two uh, before I started making sure that I walk uh, at least four or five times a week. I, I walk fast before I started getting back on my bike. And so now, especially like I would like to be able to replace this handsome uh, Harween leather band with something that is silicone that the sweat will not make brown dye sublimate a little bit into my wrist. You know, it's, it's nice to just make different uh, different uh, choices for, for different activities. Uh, and it also, uh, I can't wait to think about uh, a watch uh, face designer teaming up with an accessories manufacturer uh, to just like uh, when you buy the, the Hermes band for, uh, for the Apple Watch, there is a Hermes watch face you can only buy when you buy the Hermes edition Apple Watch. It would be great if, let's say, Porsche Design or some designers released a really cool watch face you could get for free, but it's designed specifically to look great with this custom band that they also designed that you can buy retail. So great stuff. Yeah, th- th- there is two other quick things I want to add. One is for all our international listeners, you know, myself included in that. Uh, again, only available in the US. Thank you, Google. You know, this and the the custom case oh, and so man. many other things. Why? Uh... You can ship plastic and metal to other countries. It can be done. So hopefully... You know, it leaves the US sometime soon. The other one is I do like the release mechanism. So um, like Andy, I also have the Moto 360 version too and it's got a little metal thing where you can push back the pins and it's, I wouldn't say it's difficult to do but it feels a little bit awkward to have to kind of push the pins down then wiggle the thing in and wiggle the thing out. This looks much nicer where you kind of just put it over the, the what do you call it, the, the pin I guess and it, the, a little latch just closes over the top so you can, you know, unlatch, click on. You know, latch, click off. It's it looks yeah, it looks like a really nice design. Yeah, and and I've played with uh, watch faces that have that pin that you can get in and out, and it's and it's actually fairly easy. But it's yeah, you do really have to go and make sure that you get the pin into the hole, and it's like kind of small, and so you kind of you do have to mess with it a bit. Like it's ter- it's not terribly it's not as terrible as actually having to get a tool out and moving the pin and taking that out. Um, but yeah, like you said, this just kind of snaps on there, and then there's a button that releases it. So. I'm excited to try one, but I'm not going to buy one because because I'm hoping that they are going to get some smaller watches that I owe, and that I will get one, <laughs> and then I won't have to buy a 22 millimeter, uh, you know, watch band because I really want a, a smaller watch band. So, but the, the colors are uh, beautiful. I'm I'm jealous, but I'm you know I'm going to be strong. Yeah. I'm going to be strong for another month and see what gets announced. Well, it's it's it's, it's going to be pretty cool. They they are, it seems as though uh, they're doing a lot of things that are similar to what Apple was doing with their bands. Where you don't have to necessarily, uh, what new bands don't necessarily have to be sold or designed or co-designed by Google. Uh, apparently, just like Apple, they if you uh, submit to something similar to a made for iPhone certification program, you can buy from a very a, a, a various list of uh, of uh, manufacturers a set of approved lugs. So knowing that you're not you're getting lugs that will not rust out with sweat, they won't break, they won't snap off, and send your five hundred dollar watch flying. Uh, so there, hopefully, a lot of other companies and designers will be able to simply create watches and just buy those class and then put even even handcrafted stuff. Uh, I'd love to be able to go to a street fair and someone just bought a whole bunch of the uh, a bunch of the clasp designs and just decided to do custom weaving uh, or custom jewelry uh, that's based on it. Uh, it's it's it really does make it the watch more personal when you can just make these sort of spontaneous decisions. Um, there's a, there's an old piece of news that I hope I've been hoping we can we can get to, uh, and I guess it's it's now or never. Uh, it's it's one of those one of those pieces of legal news that's both incredibly boring but really uh, relevant. Uh, they after about eleven years, uh, the American Authors Guild. Uh, 
their lawsuit or their 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 action against Google to get them to to get them to pay money for uh, the Google Books project. Uh, they've finally lost their last appeal. The Google the the Supreme Court uh, declined to hear their final appeal, uh, and so basically now for, for the for the purposes of, of history and luxury, uh, it is perfectly okay for Google to park their semi tractor trailer at a university and with the university's uh, permission scan every book they have and at least index all of those and make those search those indexes searchable uh, there the author's complaint was that uh, I can do I can do a Google search on let's say a, 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 a historical character or a historical event let's say and uh, if it's in a public domain book it will show me the a book that's fallen to the public domain it will actually show me the text the book itself I can download the book itself if it's from a book as was the case that I found but uh, I'm re- doing my research into late 1800s uh, that was published uh, 10 years ago and is still in copyright it will it has the index for the book it will show you where these keywords showed up uh depending on this that or the other that i don't fully understand it will either give you a couple of pages around it so you can read a few pages or it will actually give you just the paragraph so you can at least sense where that information is uh, and that was that too was kind of it's it's hard to complain that oh no they've given away two paragraphs of my novel and now who's going to buy the novel it's a big <laughs> it is a bigger deal when you when you spent like five years uh, or even ten years of, of your thesis project uh, writing a historical uh, his, historical book and people are not going to go and get a copy because they got the information they wanted from it that that's maybe a, a, an okay beef but. I'll be honest and say that I have gone and bought more books that I would not have discovered had I not found them through a Google Book Search, uh, where I, I can't so – the latest one is this $50 book written by a, uh, a university professor, I think a Case Western, and – you know, it's university publishing, so it's not airport airport design book where you can get it for, for six dollars on Kindle. It's like I can't spend fifty dollars on this book unless I know that it's got the information I need. That it's all three hundred pages are going to be valuable. And after just like five minutes of browsing through it, again, just getting uh, dribs and drabs of it, I knew that okay, this is perfect. This is a great uh, use of my money. So not only do I know about this author, I have actually bought this author's work. Uh, so. But the, but again, now that now it's now that it's done, uh, it's uh, hopefully Google can be a little even a little bit more ambitious. Uh, the uh, Google said its database was a fair use of protected works, describing it as quote a coward catalog for the digital age. A Google spokesperson said, uh, "We are all grateful that the court court has agreed to uphold the decision of the Second Circuit, which concluded that Google Books is transformative and consistent with copyright law." So uh, this is this is another case of uh, Google does a lot of stuff that is just uh, helps out people on a very massive global scale and again at least indexing copyrighted works to make it easy to find not not necessarily the book you want but at least uh, the, the, the not the information you want but at least here is where you can find it and here look in the sidebar here are places you can buy the thing that we are not going to give to you for free so but principle is principle i'm glad i'm glad that the authors guild decided they had to do that but supreme court said we we're we're down a man we we got we're we're juggling eggs with one with with only three fingers here so we don't have time to you're wrong. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm actually glad this is concluded as well because I remember I used to listen to Buzz Out Loud. You know, this is 10 years ago now, you know, Tom and Molly on, oh on Buzz Out Loud. Word. And they, they were talking about this case. You know, Google's doing this crazy thing. They're scanning books and, oh, no, the Authors Guild's very upset and, you know, it's going to court. And who would think that 11 years later you know, <laughs> we, we finally have a resolution? I, I think that's pretty cool. Who, who would have <laughs> think that 11 years later you would be doing a podcast, Russell, where you're covering... <laughs> Yeah, I'm still not the, the uh, level of like a Molly Wood or a Tom Merritt. Hi, guys, if you're listening. I, you. it's, <laughs> I know, yeah, probably not. But uh, I, I, grew, <laughs> see, I, I totally grew up like when, I, when I'm thinking about the people that I kind of grew up watching in the tech scene, um, Molly Wood was definitely one of them and watching her in her CNET days and the Buzz Out Loud. And I, I'm a huge fan of her. And she has, this is just a quick thing. She has a, a podcast um, called The Dispatch, when it's just like eight minutes a week. And she just kind of gives you the what's up to date in technology and also the business world. And it's probably one of my favorite things to listen to every time there's a new one. I'm like, oh, Molly Wood. Uh, anyways, yes, Molly Wood and Gina Trapani. Those are my heroes. <laughs> that, that does that does give you pause, though. I hadn't really thought about it that way. That, so this this they've been this they've been arguing and suing about this over eleven years. It was we did we did not have it's two thousand yeah that's right. So we did not have a black a black president in all of American history when this thing was filed. We were <laughs> this was 
It's like we're I'm 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 trying to do the math and trying to figure out like let's say there's a teenager uh, in high school uh in uh, 2005 when this was first filed and they saw the the they saw the news thing they could very well have majored in pre-law gotten a law degree and then worked on this case by the time it got concluded <laughs> it's a definite possibility they, they, all the and the, and, the, and the hysterically funny thing is that you can imagine how many of these lawsuits are about incredibly important uh, d- 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 things that we need to settle legally. Because, you know, if the digital compression system on digital audio cassettes is allowed to proceed as unchecked, it's going to bring the digital audio cassette market to its knees. It's like, yeah, but that's, it took you five years to settle this, and <laughs> now, now it's obsolete. So th- thanks, thanks for buying all those lawyers all of those boats, but... <laughs> I suspect that's actually a strategy sometimes, just like wall people in until the technology dies and then, then it's too late. So now we'll, we'll just have to see what is going to happen 11 years from now. So it'll just be like, oh, do you remember when the material crew was talking about that 11 years ago? <laughs> Where are they now? Oh, they're, they're all famous. Yasmin is CEO of Google. Like Andy runs his own like company. It's, it's all crazy. Russell is uh, still developing that Pocket Cast app. At Google. No, I'm just kidding. I promise the iOS version will be out soon. <laughs> Pocket cast for Windows Phone, finally. Russell is, yeah. Yasmin has, uh, has, has dispatched some of her uh, Google iOS engineers to help Russell finally ship that Pocket Cast iOS app. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. In the interest of self-interest. I should uh, go to our next sponsor before this uh, spirals out of control. Our last sponsor for this week is Linode. Hey, another new sponsor. Thank you. Welcome to the to the uh, material family, uh, Linode, and I hope that uh, our relationship is good enough for you I'm for not us. Sure, and so, this is a mm. new sponsor, Andy. <laughs> but hey, if you have oh some no, nutties, it's not a new sponsor. Oh well, I, I've already. Eaten it. Oh well, is it two nutties maybe for an existing? You're right. Sponsor? I'll- because they're returning. That's that. You that's just good. have to shove the whole nutty. Like I was going to say, it's something, like, well, but I'm not it's, it's like it's like multiplying negative numbers together. If you eat a second one, that will that will negate it out into a positive number. So, okay, true, and that'll also encourage them to keep coming back. There you go, week after week. <laughs> so nutties and Linode. Linode is a combination of high-performance SSD Linux servers spread across eight data centers around the world, which makes Linode a fantastic solution for your server infrastructure. Uh, you can get a server up and running in just under a minute, just under a minute, with plans starting at just ten dollars a month. So you literally you go into the admin area, uh, you choose the version of Linux you want, you choose how big the disks you want, you know, you choose the various other bits. You press go, um, they build a machine for you, and a minute later, boom, you can go and install all your stuff on it. Um, once you're up and running, you can easily deploy, boot, you know, resize, even move your virtual server to another data center with just a few clicks. Uh, some of the things Linode servers offer are industry-leading native SSD storage. Powerful Intel E5 processors, which are some of the fastest you can get in the cloud market, and they of course have access to a 40 gigabit network with multiple levels of redundancy. So you're sitting in your servers in a proper data center, um, you know, with a, the fat pipe going out. You can do all sorts of things in there. You know, anything you can imagine. You can maybe run your own private Git server. Uh, you can host a large database. You can run your own ma- mail server. Um, you can run, you know, various powerful apps on there, and you can do so much more. Like for the majority of our backend, you know, for things like the apps that we build. Uh, we deploy a Linode server. So sometimes we have, you know, really small single purpose things. Sometimes we have giant, you know, servers that have to crunch, you know, many, many gigabytes of data every month. There's, there's a solution for everyone in there, basically. And Linode has over 400,000 customers who are all serviced by their friendly 24-7 support team and who are, of course, open over the holidays. And so now you're wondering, you know, I'm a listener of this show. I want to check out this Linode thing. What do I do? You go to linode.com slash material. And, you know, for supporting us and being one of our listeners, you'll get $20 towards your first Linode plan. Uh, so you just go to linode.com slash material to sign up. Uh, you, you'll see it in there. If you're already in the, the checkout page, you know, you're so excited you're at the end before I've even finished this ad. Material20 is the code you want to use at checkout. And we want to thank Linode so much for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. Thank you very much. And thank you for giving me an excuse to have more chocolate nutties. Um <laughs> Have we run out of nutties yet? Is that, is yes. that the end of the nutties? Well, no, we've got. Uh, I got two left, and the thing is, uh, I'm just. I was trying to figure out. See, uh, I'm disappointed in myself because like that's the only. I can't come up with enough like bogus reasons. We have a. Uh, I'm going I'm to be a good person here. See, we have one of these uh, boxes 
I'm, I'm, I'm saying legitimately, apparently like the something, it's like there, there was a defect, the box is open. And I was going to say, I was going to find a way to blur through all of these chocolate nutties and then say, oh, well, I, I don't, I, this might be contaminated, so I can't let anyone else have this. I'll just throw myself on the grenade there. But I, I will have, I've got two, uh, okay, look, if you're going to giggle, uh, listeners, if you're in the car, that's fine, okay? I've got two nutties left. Thank you very much, uh, and I'll well, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Um, a piece of this is the season which uh, big companies have are releasing their uh, their quarterly earnings for the first quarter of 2016, uh, which puts people like the three of us in a bad position because they're two uh, Google's earnings for the quor- first quarter. Of course, it's too big news not to mention it, but I, I can't speak for the other two. But I'm certainly not qualified to talk about <laughs> to analyze a, a, a business returns. Uh, I do. I did. I did go onto the Alphabet website and I did, as I always do, download it and read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. I, had, I was on the I was on six hours on a plane uh, on a train, had it on my iPad and I was reading, reading, reading and. There are words that I recognize as English. There are even words and combinations that I recognize as financial phrases. But I'm I have to have the translation book in one hand and uh, in the other. Uh, so I'm going to deliver what is largely a mismatch, mishmash of uh, copies and pastes from uh, uh, other business reporters. Uh, so basically, uh, revenues and profits are up. Uh, they've uh, here's from the New York Times that both revenue and profit rose sharply from 2015, but missed analysts' forecasts. Revenue at twenty point two six billion is was about one twenty million less than expected. You're, that's a round twenty point two six hundred twenty million is a rounding error. Not not it's a rounding error. That's a gross national product <laughs> of, of 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 some uh, some countries. I know, but if they if they were if they if they were expected to make one hundred twenty million more than the twenty point two six billion, I don't think that can be called a failure. Okay. Uh, but continuing, earnings per share, excluding certain items, were seven dollars and fifty cents, with a consensus estimate was seven dollars and ninety six cents. So basically, a postage stamp worth of value. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, on the base uh, on the on this news, the stock price dipped that day six uh, percent, down forty six dollars. Uh, but it's always interesting because it really does. Uh, this is them. They they have to make certain things public. Uh, raw numbers they're not they, they're not required to editorialize on themselves but of course they know that everybody's going to be scrutinizing these numbers so a company is going to want to give their own side of the story um a lot of this is of of interest so uh, uh alphabet one of the reasons why they reorganized was so that they could separate the stuff that google is shipping as real designed to be we we swear this is a real product product from like the moon shots uh and so the other bets category which includes uh, nest cars google fiber and the other willy wonka style stuff uh losses increased from 100 uh, uh, from 633 million dollars in losses last quarter to 802 million this time but the revenue doubled to 166 million uh and i also have a note from I think it's Market Watch uh, saying that large a lot of that those losses are possibly due to write downs, uh, which you can expect to happen from this sort of category. A write down is when essentially they uh, they decide that okay we're giving up on this project we're done with it, uh, and so therefore we have to announce that we have to announce that all these custom desks we made for the for, for the hover chairs uh, are no longer necessary. So we have to we're get, we're getting rid of them and we're going to take that uh, take that as a loss. So it's not it's not like they're uh, it's not like they're trying to sell Google T-shirts and they were losing money on every one of them. So that's a different thing from having a failed business. Google's segment revenues up 70%, which includes 20% growth in Google websites. Uh, they had 55,000 employees. Now they have 64,000 employees. So uh, do uh, Yasmin and Russell do not get too close. It looks like there's sort of like a gravitational well <laughs> of employment around Mountain View that people get sucked into. Um, last three paragraphs uh, that I got, that I saw in the New York Times piece, uh, I thought were pretty good. I'm quoting here, uh, uh, the last year has been genu- generally sweet for Google fans. The company brought in Ruth Porat from Morgan Stanley as chief financial officer, a sign it wanted to rein in spending. This this touches on stuff that we've been talking about for the past few weeks, that there have been signs that they're not sort of, hey, here, here you go, division. Here's a bucket. Here, here's a, a, an office full of money. Keep spending it and develop those wonderful ideas like 
balloons to Mars that carry the internet. Uh, and now there seems to be, well, we have, we will let you do research and fun things, but they have to, and a couple of, there's going to be a time which we're going to ask you what's the product we're going to make from this. Uh, and so, uh, uh, I signed wanted to rein in spending. The re results for the second quarter of 2015 offered evidence that the core advertising business was succeeding on mobile, igniting one of the largest one-day jumps in capitalization for its NASDAQ stock ever. Good for Google. Uh, a reorganization in the fall that separated the core business from the ambitious moonshots was met with approval by investors and analysts. So that seems to be working. In a conference call with analysts on Thursday, which was the day of the call, uh, Ms. Parat seemed to indicate that if there was ever an anything goes error at Google. It is now over. In some areas, she said, investments will be increasing only, quote, if teams meet milestones we set as part of our 2016 budgeting process, unquote. In other areas where Google has had multiple teams developing different approaches to a similar technology, she said, quote, we have been evaluating how to rationalize the, these approaches. So, unquote. It doesn't, so it doesn't look like they're giving up on uh, on fun and interesting and novel things. But now there really is a focus on we can't just simply do it because it's cool. We have to do it because we think that there's going to be a viable product here somewhere in the future. Yeah, that, that's a really good rundown, actually, Andy, for, for, for you know, someone that doesn't quite understand analytics. And for also for someone that gets a bit bored. That, don't don't thank me. Thank, 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 command, thank my, my assistants, Command-C and Command-V. <laughs> I, I they worked really hard on I this I do part. have one bit of insight, though, that this is purely from a programming perspective. I'm pretty sure that Google has to stop at 65,536 employees just because, you know, they, they only allowed a certain amount of space for, you know, their, their integers, and that's that's as high as the employee can <laughs> they never, get. They, so they're not far off they, that. They should, they, they, they should have defined that as a long end. But you know what? You, you try to – everyone tries <laughs> to save a couple bites in the ROM, but who knows? That's a, that's a, little, that's a little C++ joke for, for you fans out there. Oh, oh, yeah, all five of you. Hello, if you're listening. <laughs> That's not to say that Google is uh, ending all, you know, innovation within, within Google or Alphabet because it, they actually launched, Google launched an Area 120 or announced that they will soon launch. It's called Area 120, which is an incubator, which is uh, set up to encourage talent to kind of keep them inside of Google and maybe incubate and start up their startup ideas without them leaving. Um, so maybe they're just, they're looking at other ways in order to still kind of um, you know, build upon the, I think a lot of the people that end up going at Google are very entrepreneur and like start up their own businesses and have all these ideas. I think that's a, a very much a part of like the Google DNA of, of starting up stuff. And so they're still incorporating that. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they walk that fine line of let it, let's research and do all the fun stuff that we are known for as Google, as a company. And also, Hey, what product can we get out of this? Because we do eventually have to start making money uh, one way or another. Um, so it, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe in 11 years, this is what we will be discussing about in 11 <laughs> years, how Google <laughs> went, uh, you know, the incubator route and also the, you know, the just research route. And let's see what, what happened. What happened? What products came out of that? Um, so it, it's pretty fun. And in sad news, for all you Phoenix Twitter lovers, they have officially run out of API tokens. So if you are using Phoenix, you can still use it. But if you've never heard of Phoenix and now you're hearing it for the very first time from my mouth, it's uh, too bad. I'm so sorry. You can't download it because they ran out of tokens. So those that are not aware that Google has, uh, sorry, Google, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> not Google, Twitter, uh, in they introduce these API tokens. So clients, so if you you have like a Twitter client like Phoenix or, you know, Falcon Pro kind of, I went through this route is that they are only giving X amount of uh, tokens that they can use for you to log into. And once those tokens run out, they can't issue anymore so that you can't, they can't continue to sell, sell their app because they can't get new users. And so Phoenix is uh, one of one of my favorite apps. I am also a huge fan of, uh, you know, Falcon Pro. Those are those are the ones that I kind of use all the time. I, I also use the actual Twitter app. But these are, you know, these are the ones that are well known in the Google Play Store and within the Android community. So it's uh, kind of like a sad day. It's like, oh, no, you know, Phoenix uh, is officially not able to sell anymore. So um, we'll see what happens. I know that the Falcon, their first original Falcon went through this. And then later they ran, came out with Falcon Pro. So it was a new version. And then he ended up going for the to work for Twitter on their Android team. And there's that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Android users. I know how much you love your uh, Twitter apps. But, you know, 
And but I'm also kind of happy for Phoenix because that means that they were this popular and they were able to have so many downloads and people bought the app. So um, yay Phoenix, mm. but also sad day. It's a, I, I wish the I you know I don't run Twitter. I'm not involved with all that. I wish they would get rid of that uh, limit. You know that token limit. But yeah, that's uh, that's how they run things. Yeah, I, I'm pretty upset too. I got the. Um, when I when I went back to uh, when, I, when I ended my uh, iPhone vacation over the summer uh, and uh, loaded up my new Nexus 5X, uh, it was a good opportunity to look at every single software category. And I switched from a Twitter client that I've been using for two or three years to to, to Phoenix. And my God, it's just such a beautiful app. It's the sort of thing where. Uh, Google would be demonstrating Phoenix, or they should be demonstrating Phoenix as, here's what a beautiful material design app will look like. And here is why many people will think that Android M is prettier than uh, than iOS in every way. It just it just really kind of horks me off that the uh, it didn't die for lack of support. It didn't die for lack of interest or lack of innovation. It's because of some stupid reason that had nothing to do with function or creativity. It was just this arbitrary number that someone pulled out of a hat after a slightly arbitrary strategic decision <laughs> That we don't, it is not in the company's best interest to allow our users to use our service the way that they would like to use it. So that's really too bad. <laughs> I'm so upset I'm going to have the last chocolate nutty to make myself feel better. You see what you've done? You see what you've done, Jack Dorsey? I hope you're happy with yourself. So, yeah, the, I think the token limit is 100,000. It's always funny because you know these apps are all going to hit it one day. If you get popular, which is what you want to happen with your app if you're a developer, um, you're eventually going to hit that limit. And the, the day you do, you can't sell your app anymore. So that's that's the state of play with Twitter apps, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's it's a bummer for Twitter developers, uh, for sure. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I know, they were always uh, one of the quickest to introduce a lot of the features. Like they added the functionality for you to post GIFs. From from the actual app, and I know I said it, and you're all everyone's going to be writing. You just in. had to get that dimension it's for GIFs. GIFs, in GIFs there, didn't you? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Quick, that's, end that's, the show that's, before people leave. I know. Gosh, gosh. Okay. Uh, well, you can <laughs> cut that whole entire bit out. I'm looking at you, Mr. Casey Liss. Looking at you. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for listening. Andy, where can people find you? Not on Phoenix. <laughs> the pre- <laughs> Not with Phoenix, but on Twitter at Anatko. Uh, and you can check out my blog at uh, anatko.com. The price of admission for this fun ride is spelling Anatko correctly. I-H-N as in Nancy. A-T as in Tom. K-O. And Russell, where can people find you? So I'm at Rusty Shelf on Twitter. Yeah, I'm still there. You know, despite, despite the way they treat developers, somehow I'm still there. I guess all the people are there. I'm not... On all these other services, you got Talk Show, you got Peach. Uh, I joined Mitomo for like five seconds and then left. So I'm sorry if you've friended me on there since. I'm not ignoring you. Well, I am ignoring you, but I'm not actively ignoring you. If that makes sense. <laughs> so see that, that that's that's what he wants to say. That if he were actively ignoring you, that would mean that he's aware of your presence. He wants to make it very clear that you're you don't even <laughs> merit being actively ignored. He is way too big to 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 oh, think about man. ants like you. <laughs> I think that's worse. That's worse. I can I can I can say that knowing I can say that knowing that knowing that Russell will fix it in editing if he disagrees with any of this. <laughs> so, Russell is the greatest person ever. <laughs> and I'm at Yasmin Evian on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Material Podcast. You can send us feedback at materialpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always find us on the web at relay.fm forward slash material, where you can also become a member of the show and support us. So thanks so much for everyone for listening. Until next time, stay in material. An hour and 22 minutes. <sighs> okay. Nutties. Nutties. Well, you're not going to cut any of that because that stuff was gold. Start to finish. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can't cut any of it. I will. Sure we'll that's a straight to real. Is it on the call? It, 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 it did taste completely fresh for, for being like f- three or four months after its uh, best by date. Does it hurt, Andy, when you get a hammer and you start smashing your nutties? I'm just curious. As Because t- it would hurt me watching that, I tell you. I, tell you I would not want to have my nutties in a vice, that's for sure.
Okay, we're going to give uh, Yasmin <laughs> five. Does not we're going to give Yasmin five minutes for rebuttal and, was, and correction here because that's probably not. That's not the image that we want I to get back. Uh, I did not. I whatever you're about to listening. say, you're totally right. And uh, actually, maybe maybe Whoa. maybe it would be good to take a screenshot because. There we go. Now we've got. All right, Andy. Andy's you, in three you got this, now, Russell? kids. Russell, you got you got this. You want a screenshot? Is uh yeah. You got it, or you I got can one of them. Too. Just need to go up a bit, I think, or push the thing forward a bit. This is great podcasting. 